Welcome to The Hunt, stories from Monster Hunter, where you can sharpen up on your Monster Hunter skills. We discuss Monster Hunter games inside and out, focusing on Monster Hunter World and Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. Here are your hosts, Phil Willis and Mike And welcome Rouse. to The Hunt, stories from Monster Hunter, where you can sharpen up on your Monster Hunter skills without the need for a whetstone. This is a podcast where Mike and I discuss Monster Hunter games inside and out. Of course, there's only really... One game we want to talk about today, isn't there, Mike? That's right. It's the original Monster Hunter on PS2, right? That's right. Uh, we really need to go back in time and really appreciate... No! Oh my gosh, it goes... This is Chapter 8. OMG, it goes so deep. Chapter 8, uh, we are we are talking... We are referring to in that title about Monster Hunter Generations. And ultimate. I, ultimate. That's right. How could I forget the ultimate? It just... Mike... It's taken me so long just to get through three freaking Star Quest. I spent hours the other day just gathering random materials to make a weird gun lance. Like, not even the strongest one, just, oh, this looks like a weird thing. I have to make this. Ah, uh, well, well, yeah, yeah, I had to make up, I had to, I had to collect a bunch of these weird plants to create my, my, uh, very fashionable flower petal bow gun set. Uh, I mean, not the bow gun, the armor. I'm sorry, the the ranged armor, whatever it's called, nice. arrow set or whatever. It's you know, because you got to have a set when your friends are like, oh, let's go, and we're all using melee weapons. And I'm like, you know, Monster Hunter gener- generations, you can't just be like, okay, let me go grab my bow. You better have a full blown armor set to support the bow, because your yeah. your melee armor doesn't work with ranged weapons. So, yeah, I did that. I did a lot of things, but yeah, like that takes time. And, uh, oh my gosh, this game just goes so deep. The systems upon the systems. I just was watching one of Gaijin Hunter. There's a free shout out. Gaijin Hunter's videos on the Palicos. Like, that's just something I would never think to play a Palico in a fight with a monster if I could help it. I, I, I just do the Palico quest and then I'm out, right? Just to, just to, just to get them off my to-do list. Because I'm trying to go for 100% quest completion rating. Uh, you know, I don't know why, I just am. But but you watching him play the Palico and the the way he has, he clearly has the ball maxed out with glowing weapons and boomerangs and plays him like a pro and everything. I felt bad for the monster. <laughs> I just I just I felt bad. I just did. Those things are those things are dangerous. Even though they've been pretty much uh, I believe they've been nerfed with this iteration a bit. But holy cow! But yeah. I'm more of a hunter. But just to, just even sending the cat, you send some cats out on quest. You send some cats to train. But then you also have the dojo, which trains them even better somehow. And then there's different types of cats. And just, it, it's a lot. It, it, it's, it really, really is a lot. So, uh, and that's just talking about the cats, much less getting into yeah, all the weapons and stuff. And I was looking up just insect glaive, and I want to poison insect glaive. And okay, you gotta start making in this tree first, and you gotta collect these items. And you have to, yeah, you have to, you have to do your homework. And it doesn't fall into your lap. It's even though you've been killing stuff, I've been killing stuff now for twenty five hours or so. You know, if I get a hair up my ass and I want that insect glaive, sure enough, there's like three older enemies that I just didn't farm enough. I just don't have enough ispri tails in my inventory. Gotta go hunt some more. Yeah, that's the thing. I know he seems like, oh, I don't have enough of this or enough of that. Yeah. And it, it, it and thankfully it doesn't feel like a case of, oh, I don't really want to go a bunch of 
get a bunch of that. It's like, okay, let's do this. Let's go, 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 go. More, more, more. Must yeah. pick everything. <laughs> Must. It's just, it's just so much. But you know, we, we are, we are, uh, we are uh, talking about current stuff. So let's go ahead and take a little break, and we'll talk more about what we've been doing with the assigned quest segment. We'll be right back. have returned as i mentioned the assigned quest is where mike and i just discussed what we've been doing this last week or so in our monster hunter games mr mike what have you been working on uh so the aforementioned weird gun lance i was talking about mm-hmm. uh i forget what it's even called but it looks like some sort of fun ice creature like when you look at it it looks like some gigantic hat mm-hmm. or something like, I, when I sent people out the picture, I'm like, this is a gun lance. Because it's when it's on your back, it's just like a giant hat of some variety. But anyway, I that required a bunch of weird materials. It required, like, some light crystal that took me forever to farm because it has, like, a 10% jo- drop rate or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that kind of distracted me from really digging into the three-star quests. But man, was it worth it because it's a great ice weapon. Um gave me the chance to try out some of the Gunland skills, which I've never really used before. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was great. It sounds like a Star Wars laser. Oh, it's, nice. It's, I, I, I don't know, it's it's just awesome. Well, I, I think you're, yeah, you have to find out what the exact name is so I can see if I can create myself one of those there that, fancy weapons. Yeah, yeah, I will load it up and let you know before the end of the show. All right. Anything, uh, anything else fun you've been working on? Uh, just digging into the three star quests. Um, I'm sure people, some, I'm sure some of the listeners have watched our stream from last week where we dug into the uh, HR one quests. Uh, so that that was great, and I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna try and get that stream up on YouTube mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was fun, and um, it, I, I think the best thing that I did in preparation for this game was clear out all the boring quests on the 3DS version beforehand. Because, I mean, it, as when we both picked this up and really started digging into it, it felt like oh, we're like right in the meat of the game right away. And uh, I think that's been like a great boon for me getting into this game as opposed to the original 3DS version, which I never really played much of when it first came out. So mm-hmm. it's been great. So this week I'm going to be going through all the three-star quests. Probably probably not going to be crafting much more unless something comes up while I'm going through those. But yeah, uh, going to try and get through three-star quick. And then hopefully we can do a stream for HR2 at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need, quest. To. Yeah, we need to do that. G-Ranker bust quest. Mm-hmm. Mm. I've been, uh, been working on quite a bit myself. Uh, what's that uh, that creature with the big, huge jaws that cracks rocks? Oh, God, I can never remember that thing's name. Yeah, uh, but whatever it is, uh, I want to say like Testo Cabra or something like it's that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, Tetsu Cabra. Tetsu Cabra, I was close. That's it. Tetsu, yeah. Tetsu Cabra, I had, uh, you know, I had fought him in Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate. He was super tough. 
uh, took over 30 minutes. I remember that fight to this day. And uh, I and I was able, within a fight or two, not only did I start learning his patterns better, but I was able to start carving his armor. And that gave me more defense, so I didn't have to stop and heal as much. And so I just kept farming him over and over in Monster Hunter 4 doing that quest until I had his full gear, which makes you look like, the at least the melee gear, makes you look like this big demon. So I did that in Monster Hunter Gen. Uh, much easier to beat this time around. I really know his pattern by now. And... Uh, that was pretty. That was pretty easy. And then I also got this uh, flowery, this flower set that you get from collecting certain flowers. That that's good for the range weapons, at least on low level. Has a couple of support effects like wide range and stuff. So got that. Well, that not to interrupt. But that reminds me that I did craft a full set of the uh, hermit crab armor. Yeah. Well, you got to be protected. I mean, what yeah. what could be better protection than hermit crab? <laughs> Does he have any cool like skills? No, nothing really that great. It does look pretty, pretty cool, though. At oh. least. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what you really get the armor for. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, uh, that's what we aim for. Uh, then, uh, you know, kind of calling back to my other Monster Hunter experiences, I like uh, using the Poison Insect Glaive in Monster Hunter World. So I look up and Google up a line. How do I get one of them fancy poison blades in... Uh, generation ultimate, and so I got the pieces. You know, it showed me what I had to do. You had to make. You have to start off with this one tree, and then you get more pieces upgrade to a certain point. Then you get different pieces, and you go off on this branch. Okay, I did that, and it turns out that the insect glaive just it looks like a gigantic rifle, Mike. <laughs> it's a rifle you never shoot. You sp- it has a, like a bayonet on one end, you know, and the other end kind of glows like an insect glaive normally does, but it. I don't know, Mike. Like, I I normally love insect glaive. I feel like a badass. I love the idea of using like a staff with a blade on one end, or just a dual staff or whatever. But a gun that you don't actually fire. Yeah. I I have to say I'm a little disappointed, and uh, it is fun going around poisoning enemies. But part of this game is looking cool, and I'm not sure I really look cool with a gun I never fire. I, yeah, that looks kind of lame, actually. Yeah, it just, I, I don't know. It just, it just leaves me wanting. So, th- you know, this, this game, this, this, this game, this game is deep, right? And so yeah, yeah. going through the three-star quest, there was a couple of memories. Uh, and I may have gotten through two-thirds of them, maybe. But uh, there's a couple of memories that come. First was, there was one of those quests to go pick up some some unique mushrooms or whatever they are. And you don't think anything of it. I go and I collect, you know, I go and get, uh, you know, minimum gear because I want to keep all the inventory slots open so I can collect a bunch of stuff. Might as well collect a bunch of stuff while I'm at it. And I go ahead and load it up and the, the I'm not in camp. And there's a cutscene. And there is a gigantic Tyrannosaurus Rex with an attitude. <laughs> He's got a huge tail that he sharpens on the rocks. And then he whips it around into his Tyrannosaurus mouth and, like, pulls the tail through his teeth. That is, now he's sharpening his teeth. Yikes. That is Glavinus. And I thought that, um, what's his name? Um, Anjaneth from Monster Hunter World was an entirely new creation for that game. Oh, boy, was I wrong. Because Glavinus is basically Angie on steroids. He's, he's just, he's, he's horrible. He's just, he's, he just, he, his tail's lit on fire, practically. It's made out of molten <laughs> lava. And he will, 
he will whip it around so fast, and it has such a range on that long tail uh, that that's scary. He breathes out fire just like Angie does. He roars, and he comes after you, and he jumps after you. I mean, so I, I see now where the only thing he's missing is Angie's sinuses. That's the only thing. So needless to say, I ran as if my life depended on it because it did. <laughs> And I finally got my mushrooms and went out. And they're like, oh, you ran into one of those? A glavinet? Oh, I should have sent you out. Well, no does Sherlock. I didn't mean you'd risk your life for some mushrooms. No does Sherlock. Okay, thank you. Um, but I do look forward to fighting him later on when I'm properly geared for him. Then uh, later on, I had a fishing quest. And it was to get like three barracadas or whatever they're called. Now... This is one of those things where if you're not using an FAQ and you're not super familiar with it, it could be a little frustrating because I go to the water hole and I fish and I fish and I fish and the barricadas don't come out. Now, one of the things they gave you was two uh, goldfish food worms. And it didn't occur to me because I was going to fish for barricadas to bring a lot of extra. I do have goldfish stuff back at the house. But by this point, I had fished for like 15, 20 minutes. I wasn't getting any bites. And and I'm just, okay, well, let me give the gold things a try. And I did, and sure enough, it got me a barricada. The problem was I only had two of those baits, which got me two barricadas or whatever they're called, and I needed three. So I kept fishing and fishing. You talk about wasting your time and wanting to slit your wrist because of boredom. And then I'm starting to worry about the time limit. So I went up and Googled up. what Do I get to keep? Do I even get to keep all this shiz, all these fish I've caught? If I fail the quest, which the answer is yes. If you abandon the quest, you don't. So there was no point to me abandoning and going and getting more fish food because then I would lose all this, the, the, the 30 minutes I put into it so far. So I had to keep fishing and hoping that one of these things would show up. After 30 freaking minutes, for 35 minutes or so, I finally got another Maricotta. It's like, <laughs> mother... Uh, yeah! Yeah! But wasted so much time because I didn't understand. I didn't know the simple fact that goldfish food attacks. Now, if you look in your item box and you mouse over it, it does say this food does attract goldfish and barricadas. So to be fair, that's one of the times where there was a tip in the game. Now, uh, but you had to do the reading and put it all together. So, which apparently I'm not very good at. Then there was. The wyvern hunt quest. The egg hunt quest. Because we love those, don't we, Mike? Uh, you mean like where you have to pick up the egg and slowly make your way back to base? They are just... That's exactly it. And, and and I think you and I can agree that egg retrieval quests are just awful, right? Don't don't tell me that's a key quest. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, but since you. I'm in the mode of like doing every quest, I had to go yeah, do it, right? Yeah. Now, yeah. I did these in Monster Hunter 4... And I learned through trial and error and slitting my wrist that trying to run away from an egg while an angry Rathalos or Raytheon is chasing after you doesn't really work out. It just doesn't. I don't, I'm sure there's some speedrunners out there who do it. I don't know how to do it. So I learned in Monster Hunter 4 to kill the freaking Wyvern before I start hauling back the eggs. And even then, there's always some stupid little cat or whenever you get the first egg, they always make your life harder for the second egg. Like, you know, a longer route or some cats in the way. And those cats will break your egg on hitting you once. So I go up to the nest. And and I see the dragon sleeping there. And, and I have brought full Raytheon. Yeah, you know, I got my poison the antidotes. I'm, I'm all ready to take this Raytheon Rathalos down. But I notice it's a little bit of a different color. A little bit of a different face shape. Huh. 
Must be a new version of Rathian. Oh, well, let's just open up a can of whoop-ass on it, shall we? It wasn't a Rathian. It wasn't anything close to a Rathian. Uh, it was Astalos. Astalos? Astalos. On frickin' three-star quest. What? Do you know what Astalos is, Mr. Apps? Assuming he's a big Astalos. He is like, I swear he's like ancient level dragon power. Ooh. He is, he is a giant, he, the only difference between him and that one that kept killing us over and over again was he didn't have the rocket jets underneath. Uh. But he is all lightning, does a ton of lightning attacks. His, his physical attacks, I don't even know how you avoid them unless you can get down the precise invisibility frame timing of all that jazz. Um, he's just all over the place. Now, the good news is here, I did have upgraded armor, which ended up being a blessing and a curse, and I'll tell you why. So, I don't know who he is, so I start fighting him. And I go toe-to-toe with him, and he's vicious, but I've got armor that can take good punishment. I've got healing palicos to help out. And uh, and so I'm going at it, he's going at me, and we're just going back and forth. He goes to a different area, I chase after him, and I'm slowly going through my stockpile of potions. Because I brought regular potions and the greater potions. And, and I'm down to like four of each. And we're like now 30, 25, 30 minutes in. And I'm like, holy shiz, I'm not going to have enough time to run the eggs back. What the hell is up with this guy? So I paused it. I went online and looked up. So the there's a website that shows you all the quests, and it shows you how many hit points the monsters have in this. And I found that table helpful in the past because there are certain quests where the monsters seem to get extra hit points sure. for, for reasons. Now, I don't know if Asolos just generally has 5,000 hit points because... <laughs> You know, because he's, you know, effing Astalos, or because they decide to give him extra because you really aren't supposed to beat him here and they're just trying to make a point. But regardless of what it was, you know, like at three-star rank, most of your monsters have around 1,700 hit points. So he was more than double. He was borderline triple the hit points of a normal monster. So it was no wonder that I was taking so long to wear this guy down. Um he finally got him to limp around 35, 40 minutes. He goes back, and I trap him, and I, I either either I somehow failed on using the tranquilizer, or because Ancient Dragon, if he's an Ancient Dragon, capturing doesn't work. So I couldn't capture him, uh, so I had to continue to beat him. I finally got him. I killed him. That was at minute 46. Unfortunately, not nearly enough time to run back two sets of eggs. So I sit there and just wait. You know, I just wait until... Oh, my goodness gracious. You know what I just saw? Oh, I'm, I'm about to get so pissed. Oh, I'm about to get pissed. So 4,900 hit points, but there is a five-star quest called the, the Thunderclaw Wyvern, um, which is just to hunt an Astalos by itself. Five stars. He has 2,300 points. Hmm. So they gave him more than double for reasons. Probably so you have to try and beat it without killing him. At all. Yeah. Now that's that, that. Now see, this is one of the things. You know, we love Monster Hunter, but I'm going to criticize it where it needs criticism. This is one of the things that pisses me off because nowhere does the game ever introduce properly the concept of in certain places the monster's just going to give an artificial pool of hit points so he can kick your ass. Yeah. Yeah. That that's the kind of stuff that just gets my blood pressure up because how was I supposed to know I started the fight with him that there was a possibility that he had 
you know, he had been gifted so many hit points so as to make it unlikely. And I don't think it's impossible. I think if you go and you get your higher level weapons and you come back, because I did beat him in 46 minutes, so if you upgraded to a higher tier weapon and you came back, you could probably beat him, you know, and have time to spare. But later on at high rank, uh, at some of the high rank quests uh, where he's involved, he has that amount of hit points. So basically he has high rank hit points in a low rank quest. Then there's a six star villager quest called the Fated Four, where you have to fight, you know, four large monsters and he has 1600 hit points, which kind of makes sense because that's what they'll do when there's multiple monsters. So they'll divide the hit points so you don't run into that time issue or, or they'll lower their hit points, not divide them, but... Yeah, yeah, so I was a little miffed because I wasted an entire hour. I could have knocked out three smaller quests in that time. Yeah. And and I just felt like I wasted my time. I did I did uh, let the time run out because I wasn't even going to try to start carrying the eggs. I read my phone while I waited for it because I didn't want to abandon either. Um, I did get some parts off of him, and I could make his helmet, I think. Well, I can't make it all yet. I can look at it. I'm sorry, I could preview his helmet, which looks really cool. It's like half a face mask. You know, on one side, um, it's like, um, what am I thinking of? Like uh, Mardi Gras? But it's just on one side of your face, which is very, very cool looking. Um, so, anyways, that's, that's um, yeah, that's kind of my downer side of that story. Yeah, I'm assuming they they expect players to be like, oh, I can't defeat this thing, but, you know, it's... Not an assumption you should make in a game called Monster Hunter. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, you're, you're, you're called Monster Hunter, not Monster Fleer. Yeah, I know it's not the objective of the quest, but it's, yeah, it's still, yeah, yeah, that's, I don't really like that. Yeah, and, and it might, it would have made more sense to me maybe if he was taking off half my health in one hit, like the, the dinosaur did. I did yeah. run from the dinosaur because he was carving off huge chunks of my hit points, but that also might have been because I had low fire resistance. But th- we were standing toe-to-toe. He, we were wearing each other down. It was a question of who was going to run out first of gas. Yeah. He did cart me once because I had no more healing potions. But with my full life bar, I came back and finished him off. You know, so yeah. it was an epic fight. It was awesome. Um, it was epic. It was way too long because I wasn't really ready for him, and I just wish there was some way for me to have known that. Now that I know, that's why I'm here on the podcast to tell you guys, watch out for those types of quests. If the quest is gather something and you run into a big monster that's in your way, there's the possibility that the game doesn't really want you to beat them. Yeah. So, I don't know how... Honestly, I think what that does to me is makes... I was going to go through all the quests in order... And, you know, and clear them all out one at a time. Because I feel like that's how you get the most benefit from the parts and stuff you get, too. But I think I will definitely skip that one and come back to it later. Because I don't want to just run uh, run with... So, so so when I first chased him off, I grabbed an egg. Just because he was gone who knows where and I didn't paintball him. So I'm like, I might as well take an egg back while I'm looking for him. And, and sure. you know, so I took the egg back. And he, of course, he's like in the next to last area before you make it to the base. He's so freaking fast and uh, and i have no clue how you would get away with that egg with him right there luck i i, I, I yeah so i'll just wait until i have a more powerful weapon i'll come back kick his ass properly even with his extra hit points so but if you take out uh, if you if you do check out the um uh the 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 armor if you guys just go online and google out astalos generations ultimate armor 
it is really cool looking. Like, that's the armor you want to be in. That's the armor you want to show off to your friends. So, the guy's armor almost looks like it's a skull, almost. Like, it's looking at you with green eyes, almost. It's it's really wicked. Nice. So, yeah, just a ton of fun in Monster Hunter 3 this week. Oh, my God, and then you and I, we got to do one star... We got to do one star quest together. Yeah. It's called Monster Hunter 3 as well. Monster, that's, that, my brain's still back on 3. Well, you know what it is. It's because it reminds me those one star quests that we fought a Ludroth. And that reminds oh, right. yeah. that reminds me of those those horrible memories of swimming, Mike. Oh, no swimming. Yeah, with no swimming, he just rolls on you and spits stuff at you a lot. Yeah. he's re- really not as interesting without the swim, but that's okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and his armor looks about as interesting as his attack, so you really don't want it. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah, fighting him in Monster Hunter Three was like that, like that Dragon Egg quest. Just you just didn't want to do it. Yeah. There's just certain things that they should just kind of get rid of in Monster Hunter games, but they never will. The eggs are eternal. What are we? We fought everything. We fought a Hermitar. Uh, we did we fight a Kinzu? I feel like we fought a Kinzu. Uh, yeah. We fought a little bit of everything, and then we got through our one-star urgent. Well, we got through it for you, but I didn't clear it because. So the cool thing, it seems like when you got when you both play a quest now, it clears for both people automatically if it's if it if they're both eligible for it. Yeah. So that's that's helpful. But I it did did clear you. It just didn't clear for the other guy we were playing with. It didn't clear me for the me. yeah. It didn't clear me for the. The, 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 the urgent quest to go to HR2 because okay. I had not talked to the NPC to trigger the quest oh, opening. that's right. That's right. So take my advice, boys and girls. Make sure you talk to the NPCs yeah. there in the multiplayer hub when you see somebody has a little exclamation yeah. mark above their head. However, after you left, I did... So you're going to like the story. So I did randos, right? The, um, the first rando, the... What happened was... Oh... The first rando, they set up another quest first, so I didn't get to do the one I wanted. Okay, no bigs. But then the group kind of fell apart. Okay, well, I'm going to put together my own group or something. So I did another one. And I had, or no, I was looking for other people who were fighting. It was that angry monkey, the snow monkey. And so I found a group of four, and then, uh, with me being a fourth, and then I went and posted the quest real quick before anybody else did. That's the good news, Mike. And everyone seemed to be okay with it. Everybody was getting ready for it. But in my excitement, I made one critical mistake. I went to the exit and hit go before everybody oh, was ready. No. <laughs> so it ended up being me, just me and this one guy. And I didn't even have my pallet go out. Party fail. You party fail, like hashtag party fail. And I thought he would just quit and we would just figure something else out. But he, he was a trooper. I could just see him cursing at his keyboard, like, you mother, you, you know, like, by the way, you can get a key, you can make your USB keyboard work with this, boys and girls, just so you can type to jerks like me. So you can say, WTF, what are you thinking? I was like, it was a mistake. Uh, we fought the monkey, it was really hard, I think I carded, um, because, I mean, he's got enough hit points for two and a half players, and there's just the two of us. But uh, uh, we did okay, we got through it, and I got my HR2, so I'm ready to, to go with those quests Ooh. with you. All right. So, yay. And and we were also playing that night with one of our Discord members. Do you remember who it was? No. 
I don't know. I got short term memory, but he was super fun. So yeah, you know, you, you're, y'all are definitely welcome to come with us. We we shoot for Sunday nights. We're recording podcast nights. We really want to get a podcast up, yes. but but yeah, you can come and join us sometimes on Sunday nights or whenever. Just hit us up on Twitter. You know, whoever you were, dear teammate, please remind us so we can give you a shout out next time. Yeah, <laughs> I want to say it was Dark RPG Master, but I I, I don't want to swear sure. on that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was, but his his uh, name was different in the game. So ah, uh, yeah, and we are easily confused. Yes. So I forget names easily. Yeah. All righty. Well, I uh, don't want to take up too much time. Uh, you know, we try to keep this to an hour, so we're going to take uh, another break, and we'll be right back with a fresh investigation. Investigation is the segment where uh, we go into a tough monster and the strategies and such. You will need to conquer the beast. Today's investigation is the ancient dragon known as Teostra, a longtime favorite in the world of Monster Hunter. Have you fought a Teostra, Mr. Apps? Probably. Yeah? Maybe. I think so. Wait, are you saying are you saying you had an encounter with an elder dragon and you don't remember it? That's what, exactly what I'm saying. Mm-mm. Well, you know, I, Teostra is he he is definitely one of those uh, enemies, monsters, or whatever in in Monster Hunter World that is really really looks really really intimidating, um, and 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 he can be when you're not prepared for what he can do, but once you played him a couple of times. Uh, and you bring the right kind of armor, which is like every other armor Monster Hunter World fire armor, boys and girls. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know, uh, he, he's really not too tough. So uh, he's a uh, Teostra from the. Uh, I'm gonna read here from Monster Hunter World dot wiki. Um, Teostra is a brutal elder dragon wreathed in flames that spits blazing fire. Teostra are of such fierce and deadly nature that the guild closely monitors their movements. Don't you always like how Monster Hunter, especially in, in World they're like, you need to go investigate this monster, and it really meant kill the monster, if you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. Quote-unquote investigation. Yeah. Good times. Uh, Teostra, Teostra, you know, so he's a big, huge fire dragon that also has a lot of blast element around him. You'll see these sparks, like they're fireworks or something, sparkling fireworks that are around him, and that's kind of some of his blast element. Uh, so he'll move around a lot. He'll he'll whip his tail at you. He'll breathe fire. Uh, do all kinds of uh, you know uh, medium range attacks at you, and just you know he doesn't like to let up too much. The uh, the fire, of course, can set you on fire, uh, but it can also give you blast blight. Have you ever run into that in any of the other games, Mike? Yeah, I remember when it kind of first start. Well, it's I don't know if it's exactly the same, but I remember when uh, something like that appeared in three with the, the thing with the green glowy hands. Mm-hmm. I forget the name of it. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you get like the slime on you that yeah. eventually explodes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I just don't remember his name. Yeah, uh, I always hate hated that and hated it. Uh, because that that damn monster uh, wrecked me way too much. So uh, love weapons that have that ailment. Hate anything that can inflict it on me. Uh, Brachydios. Brachydios, yes. Yeah, 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, he is, nasty. he is, he is, yeah, he is, he is one, yeah, one, one bad mother. So, so uh, you, now in in Monster Hunter, if you've got Blast Blight, it's kind of similar to Fire, I believe, in that if you roll around a bunch of times, it kind of goes away and it doesn't yeah. explode on you. Is it the same thing with you know with a uh, Brachidios or whatever? I think so. I think his was kind of specific to him in that game, though, where, yeah, it would kind of explode a bit, but if you got hit with, like, a certain kind of attack while you were had the slime on you, you would immediately explode. No. Uh, so, yeah, it was pretty nasty. Ah. Uh, he is, uh, so, so, uh, on, uh, probably the, 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 worst thing that, that Teostra is known for is his supernova attack. At least that's what I call it. So, uh, you know, at some points in the fight with him, uh, you start seeing the flames really, really kick up on his body. You need to be careful. You need to be on your card. And you need to be ready to GTFO because, uh, you know, at some point he'll just kind of jump into the sky and just release this powerful explosion, it covers, you know, it covers a great distance. So you have to get out, or you have to hit him with a flash grenade really quick. Um, yeah, either one, I mean, the, the getting away is a little bit easier, but yeah, I, I'm sure, some, you know, I, some people could hit him with a flash pod fast enough, but that's risky, because if you miss, you are going to get blown up. And this this thing is so powerful, it tends to one-hit kill most players. And it's possible TPK if everyone's just kind of being lazy about it. So every time he does that fire nova and I'm with a group, you always see somebody get carded. There's always somebody. And I've been on the receiving end because I even knew to look for it. But I'm in the middle of a combo and we're in the middle of a jump as an insect glaive user. And he jumps up into the air. I'm already kind of up in the air in the middle of a combo, even if I let go so I can get to the ground and then jump away. That takes up too much time, you know. So it, you have to be super careful when you see the the flames around him at a certain point, and just start playing a more defensive game at a distance or something. So you have to just you have to watch for that because it will wipe you out. Yeah, I don't know if he does that in the older games. Teostra was in Monster Hunter Four uh, Ultimate, and I'm sure he's hiding somewhere in Generations because I remember seeing something with his name on it. So yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll find out. We'll get there because Mike and I hashtag Road to G Rank. Okay, yes, that's happening. Uh, elemental damage is fire, as I mentioned before. Uh, his weakness is water and ice, but he is mildly susceptible to poison and stun. His weakest spot is on his head, which you can break uh, if you got. Um, uh, a great sword, hammer, whatever. His his wings are breakable, and and that can be a weak point for uh, for uh, as well. But his head is a bigger weak point, um, and his tail is severable. Good luck with that, because he doesn't stay on the ground very long for you to be able to chop off his tail. Flash pods help though, so at least for a little bit till he starts getting kind of immune to them, which happens really fast now with ancient dragons in Monster Hunter World since they nerfed them. So, there you go. Uh, Teostra. I, you know, he was really scary to begin with, but I loaded up on the fire armor, and the other thing that helps a lot is the fire mantle. The fire mantle gives you 60 seconds or so of increased fire resistance, uh, and so it can also be super helpful for this fight. It can help you survive one of his supernovas, I believe. So, assuming that it is on a cooldown when he goes supernova on you. So, you go. There's Teostra. 
the uh, the next time uh, the next time we do an investigation, we're going to be talking about Valhazak, the undead dragon. Dun dun dun. All right. Well, uh, we got some. We got some. We got. We got. We got. We got just one really big question in Argosy Mail today, and we're going to talk about it when we come back. Yes, that bell sound means the Argosy has pulled into port with the mailbag that has one piece of mail. Okay, there's actually more, Mike. But I suspect that this one question could take up the entire segment. Excellent, bring it on. Okay, here we go. You ready for this? Yes. I feel I feel like you will be able to answer this to, to our listener satisfaction. Yes. Okay? If I pick up Monster Hunter Double Cross after playing Monster Hunter World... Will I be able to enjoy it? Yes, absolutely. Um, to go further than that, um, the thing about Monster Hunter Generations is it's mostly a game for people who have already dipped their toes into monsters. So, sure, it's going to be a weird to go back to some of the stuff in um, Monster Hunter Generations after playing Worlds, but I think largely uh, you'll be okay. Uh, you'll have to get used to some of the, the things from the old series. Your controls will be a bit different. I mean, this is still this is still the, a port of a 3DS game, but um, by and large, um, what I loved about World is it keeps like the basic concepts of intact and really just streamlines some stuff. So you're kind of going to have to get to get used to stuff like, oh, okay, I need to buy like nets and mining gear to collect those resources, and multiplayer is a bit more strict. I can't join in the middle of a mission, stuff like that. <laughs> but once you get used to the jank, uh, I think you'll you'll kind of settle into it, and yeah, I think you'll you'll be quite happy. Yeah, highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've talked uh, we've talked ad nauseum on our last show about the differences between the two, but yeah, I, I feel like I feel like uh, that moving from Monster Hunter World to Monster Hunter Generations is is actually a good way to go about this series. I, I think Monster Hunter World introduced how well, they've sold ten million now, but it's introduced millions of people to this franchise. Um, but it, it was, in a way, more shallow than those games, uh, than the older games that came before. The systems weren't as deep. The monster's not as varied. Um, so so doing Monster Hunter World first, a lot of my friends played it for about 200 hours, you know, got up to high rank, did some of the tempered monsters and whatnot, but I hardly see them on anymore. Those are the people that need to, like, hey, you enjoyed it enough to play 200 hours. You clearly want more. You're just kind of bored because there's no more content. Well, let me give you content because Generation has content for its content. It's it's insane. It's insane. Yeah. But you will have to get over the jank. I mean, like that little gripe I had. It's a lesson. Like that's the one thing is like I never I never stopped learning lessons in this game. You know, so I learned a lesson about the dragons and their hit points, and you know, being careful about those egg quests. And just I could have done the research and found that online earlier. Now I know to look right if I'm going to get another egg quest, especially. Um, uh, by the way, you, you do look this a lot more stuff up online because unlike Monster Hunter World, they don't have all the trees and all the details right there in front of you. You know, to be fair, Monster Hunter World did that to me a couple of times. There was a couple of quests where I thought I should have turned left, but it wants you to go right. 
it you know it was scripting a certain way and i almost broke the script or the script wouldn't move on because i didn't do the right thing so there's a couple of those there's a couple of those moments there but yeah they 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 you know it's generations it's gonna look older you gotta get over the looks but it's still i still think you know it's really interesting is when i show it to people the reaction if they've only played monster hunter world is oh my gosh that game looks so old but if they've even even if they play if they if even if they played Monster Hunter World, but they have played Monster Hunter Four or Generations or something on 3DS, they're like, "Oh my gosh, those graphics look so good!" <laughs> yeah, this is a nice upgrade from the 3DS version. Yeah, I'm quite happy with it. Um, so you know, so yeah, um, it's it's really it's really cool, and you know, there are a lot of things to get to learn. Uh, again, if you come from Monster Hunter World, you you're ahead of the game. Somebody who's just approaching the series new and just jumping into Monster Hunter Generations because they're just now getting on the bandwagon and they're jumping on GU, I feel bad for them. Yeah. I feel not, super bad. Not a great way to jump into that game. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. But if, you, if you're coming off of 4 Ultimate, you're coming off of Monster Hunter World... You're, you're and you're in for you're in for a pleasant surprise because there's so much to do in this game. All right, I I can give you another question. Sure. Which monster is the hottest? The hottest? I'm just reading the question. Temperature wise. <laughs> you know what? It doesn't really go into. Uh, that's a bizarre question. Um, what's uh? What's the weird two-headed monstrosity that we fight in that we fought in three? Ketsu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's answer that. Let's go. You think Ketsu just one big sure. sexy beast? Yes. Okay. I don't know how else to answer that question, so I'm going to go with that. <laughs> I felt like we've already answered it because we spent like ten minutes talking about Teostra. That's true. Yeah, I think he was pretty hot, hot underneath the collar. Well, now you've got Teostra and you've got. Um, Lunestra Lu, Lu or Lunara, whatever it is, the female version, and 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 if you guys don't know this, in Monster Hunter World, when those two those two monsters are together at the same time, remember I mentioned the the Omega Alpha strike in the air that he does. Well, they go up in the air together and do a very interesting dance, shall we say, that wipes everything out, and so. I'm just saying, it comes to a fiery climax and everyone dies. <laughs> so, if that's not hot, I don't know what is. Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, shoot. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, there was another one. Now I forgot what I was going to ask. Uh. But, anywho. Yeah, cool. By the way, the name of that gun lance is the Kamak. K-M-A-K gun lance and it looks like it's basically a snowman a snow cat on a stick nice gonna have to get one i marked it down yeah every it's, it's great yeah um shoot uh, the uh the okay so why was monster hunter on handhelds instead of consoles for so long anyways someone really asked that uh-huh i'll give you an answer it's a very easy answer because Japan, uh, the series was extremely popular in Japan and handhelds were also extremely popular in Japan to the point that prior to World, the most successful Monster Hunter 
was Monster Hunter Portable 3rd on the PSP selling, it was either like 4.3 or 4.7 million copies. And that game only came out in Japan, mm-hmm. which is insane. And I think if you combine like the, um, like the original and the G version of 3 and 4, those actually sold better than 3 Portable, but still, uh, they all sold extremely well in Japan. And, um, yeah, that's why. Hmm. I, I wonder sometimes, and I think your, your answer is the right one, I do wonder sometimes if there was a factor involved with, you know, the cost, you know, to make something on the consoles too. Like, yeah. obviously they poured a heck of a lot more money, more money creating Monster Hunter World than Monster Hunter 4. You know, I mean, there's just so much programming and interaction that has to happen there. I wonder if they were worried that they could make that return on investment back in those days too but i'm sure i'm sure that's related more of a combination because you wouldn't sell as many on the the console unless you're going for a truly worldwide release a worldwide strategy focusing mostly on japan you're only going to win with the handhelds yeah Hmm. is generations oh go ahead i was gonna say they kind of tried something like that with three where they also had the wii u version but i mean they they probably took a bet on that before everyone realized the Wii U was kind of a bust. Mm-hmm. The sales-wise, because I love that system. Mm-hmm. I, I would never call it a, a bust quality-wise, but yeah. Um, and they then they just kind of never had a console version of 4, which hurts, hurts me deeply. Mm. That would be cool. Um, is Generations and Generations Ultimate uh, cross-play compatible? No. That would be a big negator. No. So, the sad thing is, in Japan, Generations Ultimate is on the 3DS, and they are cross-play compatible, and you can actually swap your save between the two as much as you like if you don't actually use your Switch as a portable system, for example. Uh, but no such luck in the U.S. No. But, but, you know, I wanted to use this question, I think, uh, for last, uh, because... There is some good news, boys and girls. So if you're if you're faced with that thing of like, okay, I travel a lot, but I don't want to drag my Switch. It's kind of big and bulky. Uh, but, you know, I still want to get my Monster Hunter in. But if I play Monster Hunter Gen on my 3DS, I'm kind of wasting my time. Well, I, I get the easy solution for you. You play Monster Hunter 4 during your 3DS time, and you play Monster Hunter Gen during your Switch time. See? Problem solved. Yep. This That's, is a fantastic solution because four is still the best game in the series. Yeah, and I'm and that's what I'm doing. Like there are times where I'm stuck with just my 3ds, and yeah. it's it's loaded, it's permanently saved to that SD card, so I don't even have to have the cartridge. I just go ahead and. Which, by the way, reporting back on that, I am very glad that I just bought it and stuck it on the on the card, the the yeah. game Monster Hunter Genu, because yeah, it's already like saved me a couple of times. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I mean, I'm extremely glad I did the same because there's just so many games to play on Switch that I'm already, like, swapping out the cartridges a ton. Especially, I play games with the kids, so I have to swap those out as well. So having that on the card to fire up whenever is perfect. Mm-hmm. So glad you talked me into that. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's been awesome. Uh, cool. Well, that's all of our questions for now. And uh, let's go ahead and take another break, and we will uh, be right back.
And this is the canteen. We kind of wrap things up, talk about what we're doing next week. I feel like what Mike and I are doing for the next week is pretty much the same thing as each uh, other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're both trying to finish up three star quests so we can move on to four star quest and yeah. maybe meet each other online and get start working on our two HR two. HR two. Two. Hashtag March to G rank. Yep. There's... I feel like HR two is gonna be pretty easy and then it's gonna Gonna get harder from there. Start ramping up. Yeah. Yeah. I wanna. Yeah. I wanna work on some more uh, fancy armors and stuff. But every time I look at what I'm, what I want, it's locked at like higher HR or you know or star ranked quest. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm definitely kind of hit a, a ceiling there on some of the stuff that I can do. And I don't want to. I don't want to make too much armor because I feel like it's low rank armor and that's you know I'm gonna get to high rank and it's gonna be completely useless. Yeah. So. Hmm. Boy, well, but it's, I- not, it's not completely useless because uh, eventually, you know, you level up the armor to the point where then you level it up with high rank materials to something better. So, but here's the que- here's a question: Like, is it is it like Monster Hunter World in that, like in Monster Hunter World, you could kind of do that, but the high rank armor had better skills. So, or even more skills. Like the low rank armor only had like yeah. half as many skills as the high rank armor, so you wouldn't really think of that. I just mean the weapons. The armor, yeah, you just you kind of have to start from scratch. Ah. And then I'm wondering if, like, do they have like high ranks of the same? Like, is it this in high rank? Is there a lot of the duplicates? In a low rank, they're just high rank and they got better armor. So you're going to see like Tetsakabra armor, but then there's Tetsakabra armor plus. Yes. It's pretty much like that, assuming it follows the same pattern as, like, 3 and 4. Okay. Uh, although the the high-rank armory does usually look different. Oh, cool. And cooler, so... Okay, it's uh, all about being cool. I, yeah, but, I mean, for that, I usually I usually don't necessarily try to get the same armor. I mean, especially for high-rank, I usually get, like, the first set I can get. Uh-huh. Because you really need it, or you're, you're going to have a lot of trouble in a high-rank quest, so... Just try to get a, a high rank set of something, and that, then kind of go from there. That's what I did in Monster Hunter Four. And do you know what the the first high rank set I could get my hands on was? What is your favorite? Hermitar crab or oh, whatever it's gosh. called. Crab boy. Crabman. Crab crabbing it. Yeah, he was tough because I mean he was like twenty. That was a twenty five minute first hunt there because I'm still using low rank weapon, low rank armor. Yeah, yeah. he put up a bit of a it's fight. Tough. Yeah, and the, you know, and then you can only hit them in the juicy parts. <laughs> Stupid crab! Shoot, uh, you know. But as we work our way on up, uh, you can definitely send your questions to us if you're writing in the Roblox. Uh, you can you can get answers fast from us if you hit us up on Twitter uh, at Ask Wheels or at JC Servant, and and yeah, we'll respond to you as quick as we can. Uh, of course, you know, nine times out of ten, most people just go to the internet and find it anyways. But if you ask your questions to us directly, we might also share those answers on the show so other people can benefit uh, from those questions being asked. So jump on the uh, jump on the bandwagon. We'll be happy to read those. Uh, hmm. Any other thoughts, Mr. Mike? Uh, I think that's it for this week. Um, one thing I would encourage people is try the different skills a lot try different weapons a lot because the skills um the art skills or arts whatever the heck they're called um add a ton a ton to the game oh you're talking about the hunter arts 
The Hunter Arts, yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I totally forgot about that. Like, yeah. to just talk about that. When we talk about OMG, it goes so deep. That was an OMG deep moment right there. Um, yeah. yeah, the Hunter Arts makes such... I mean, I'm just playing something simple like the Sword and Shield, and just doing the different arts makes such a huge difference in how that weapon works. Oh yeah, and I mean, the first time I played this game, I used the aerial style, which only lets you equip one Hunter Art. Uh, so I didn't really fully appreciate it because I kind of just used some throwaway thing and I really just wanted to jump in the air a lot and do air attacks uh, but this time I'm using the new alchemy style and um, so I get three hunter arts and there's just like some crazy powerful attacks especially with like you've been doing a lot of longsword uh, and one of the arts is like this strong attack that powers up your sword to the next level which is extremely useful and extremely powerful um and, and they're just great. It's And I think especially people coming from Worlds will appreciate that a lot. But it's it's just a great system that I'm kind of confused that didn't didn't end up in World, to be yeah, honest. Probably too much programming. I had to focus on Maybe. making their 26 monsters. But um, no, no, absolutely. Uh, just so much depth there. And, you know, again, shout out for Gaijin Hunter. He has updated all of his Monster Hunter generation weapon tutorials for generations ultimate so for the first 15 minutes or 10 minutes he'll take you through the original four uh hunting st- uh weapon styles for that particular weapon that was in the original so you get the, like the 3d or the 3ds footage and then he'll come back on and he'll do a comparison of those four and then he'll come back on for the last five or ten minutes and he'll tell you what changed and what how did you two styles work with that weapon uh, and and which one now we can compare all six which one does he think is the best and why so uh, those videos are out there like that's the cool thing about this game it's so deep you'll get out of it what you put into it you can stick with one weapon learn it really good and you can take that weapon all the way through but if you're like me and you're easily bored and you like to do different things all the time uh, there's a reason why I have bow gun armed bow guns and I've got insect glaive and I've got uh, sword and shield and uh, in a hammer. I just I do it all because I just yeah. I love the experimentation. It's there's just that's what keeps us forget forget when you're looking at like three star quests. You're like holy shiz, there's five pages of quest. Yeah. How, this is going <laughs> to get so boring. And it's just like well, do different. That this is your time to experiment. Even the yeah. gathering quest, you can kill small monsters on the way, and a lot of times their secondary uh, quest there is to kill a monster anyways. So. You know, I'll go out and just use it as an opportunity to practice something new. Yeah, and what I've been doing for this game that I've never really done before is trying weapons I haven't in the past or didn't really quick click with me in the past, just forcing myself to do it. I mean, I said I made that gun lance. I'm probably going to use that a decent amount, but I've been using longsword and switch axe and probably going to start doing bow a bit uh, once I craft a, a set of armor for that, but... Uh, yeah, there's so much in the game. It's, it would be a shame to leave like anything hanging out there. So yeah, try everything. There's so as much. much as you can. So, yeah. yeah, there's so it's much ridiculous. to this game. Like anybody who plays this game and say they got bored, I don't know what you're smoking. I, I can get it because you you know, especially early on, there's a lot of slower quests. I get it. If you just do those quests at face value, you're, you're going to get bored. Sure, yeah. but take that opportunity. To, to try out different weapons. The game gives you a full set of newbie weapons for a reason. And then as you start to figure out which ones you like, the two or three you like, you know, upgrade those, and then start experimenting with the hunter arts. 
if you just did that, you'd, you'd go through 50 quests right there. Yep. So it's it's insane. Um, yeah, yeah. And if you need to shake up a little bit, go play with some friends online or yep. some randos. The randos are pretty nice, except for the one guy yeah. who kept dying over and over again. He wasn't nice. But yeah, well, I almost forgot to admit, there's two other things. For, the P, uh, for Monster Hunter World, uh, the Autumn Festival is coming up. Year that starts, I want to say, around September 20th and goes for about two weeks. All of the event quests will be coming back, and you will be able to get all kinds of cool things, including new looks for your Poogie, uh, new Halloween-looking armor, uh, the the mission girl, whatever. That doesn't sound right. But the girl who gives you your missions, uh, she's going to be dressed up in really cool goth clothing. It looks really neat. Uh, so you'll want to be ready for that. Uh, and for those players on the PC, I'm assuming it's coming to the PC, uh, but uh, you all are getting Devil Joe, and he's going to start invading your 6, 7, and 8 star quest. Good luck. Ooh, yeah. Fun with that. I, I, you know, <laughs> it's like he's going to start invading, but but let's be serious. I mean, you know, Basil Geese. Just, just, ah. Uh, you're sitting there fighting. You don't even see Basil Geese coming, and all of a sudden he's shaking his dandruff flakes on you. <laughs> Just landmines from the sky, B fifty two bomber. So, Devil Joe. At least I can kind of see him coming. He's a giant pickle, and I can at least run out of the way and let him go after the other monster because that's what he's there for. So, anywho, I, I just want to get those two things off before I forgot. Sweet. I need to go level up in world and time for those events. Yeah, I know that's going to happen, right, Mike? No more destiny. No. You're just going to focus on Monster Hunter World and get leveled up. No, probably not. Especially now that I have Spider Man and. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven on the PS4. This is uh, a tough sell. <laughs> hasn't this been like the worst month? And by worst, I mean like, oh my god, there's so many good games. I don't know what I'm going to do. Poof! It's insane. It's, it's insane. A, it's insane. It's 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 inc- it's incredibly crazy. Well, thank you so much, uh, Mr. Mike, and to the rest of y'all. Until next time, may your weapons always stay sharp. The Hunt, Stories from Monster Hunter, is a production of RPGamer.com, your source for RPG news, reviews, podcasts, and more. Leave your comments on our forums or hit us up at Twitter. You can reach out to Phil at JC Servant and Michael Apps at Ask Wheels. Let us know what you think and help shape our future shows. When you got a craving to turn monsters into fashionable gear, come back and join us on The Hunt, Stories from Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter.